Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne. I'm here to help you transform your life into one that you're passionate about and to teach you the skills to have the life you desire and the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to help to change the way the world loves. So you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious relationships and how to avoid painful, toxic ones, which are too prevalent today. It's time for you to create the life you desire and to have the love that you deserve. So at any time during the week you're struggling, just reach out to talk with me and have a life and love transformation discovery session. You can get that by going to my website, rihannamilne.com. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. I have a very special guest today, a very dear friend of mine that goes back over 30 years, who's here to encourage you to be your authentic self, to use a mindset for success, to reach all your goals and dreams in both life and love. Welcome to the show, my dear, good friend, Jerry Gill. Hey, Jer, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? It's so nice to see you. That's always good to see you. And I can't believe like after all these years, we've kept in touch. We've been friends. I've watched your journey. You've watched mine. And we both have come so far. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast to help inspire our listeners. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Good. So Jerry and I go back, oh my God, about 30 years. And could you tell our listeners how you came into my life? How'd you met me? You wanted to be an actor first, and then you became my model and talent school director. And then you moved on to be a school principal. So tell them a little bit about your journey. I moved to Erie in 1987 to go to college. The dream was always to be an actor, but that's not what I went to school for. You know, I I grew up in a house with a lot of trauma. I had a lot of check marks in that list that you shared with me. I was surprised even myself how many check marks I had. But there was not a lot of encouragement or discussion about what you would become when I was a child. A lot of alcoholism, a lot of abuse, that kind of stuff. But somehow I managed to get through school with a business degree, but really wanted to pursue something. And I had no clue how to even go about it or what direction to take. Opened the phone book, saw Rihanna's motto and talent. And I think I called you about eight times and hung up. So you were the one, one time because just mustering the guts to do it. And one time you picked up and we just chatted and made, made an appointment to meet. And I started taking your classes and you hooked me up with an acting coach and really encouraging me to go to the local community theater and try out for something, which was another frightening experience. And I walked in and out like eight times before I actually found the guts to do it. And that just spiraled into such a wonderful circle of friends. My world was this big. And then it became this nuclear explosion of friends and acquaintances. And it was really wonderful and opened a, a hundred doors for me. You had Eden Talent buy into your company. So you moved to New York City to run that branch and yeah. asked me if I would stay and run the branch here in town. And that was for a couple of years. And how fun was that, you know, going to New York? city on a regular basis to meet with you and meet with those folks and remember that christmas party new york city we talk about that all the time it was so fun new york new york um, 
Yeah. We were celebrating that my school was bought out. And I remember interviewing like three or four people, all models and actors to run my school in Erie while I was up in New York. And in my mind, I thought it'll probably be one of the girls because it was you and three girls. And after I interviewed, it's like, it's got to be Jerry. It's got to be Jerry. Jerry loves this. Jerry's going to give me 150%. I trust him. He's grown so much. He's in the pulse of helping everyone. He's got like my heart, my dedication level. And I just knew it had to be you. And I never regretted that for a moment. You were wonderful. Well, that's awesome. I had such a wonderful time. And what an experience that was. I wanted to help our listeners know that with the talent school, we had models, actors, singers, and dancers from ages five and Hildy. God bless her. She was our oldest one at 83 years old and got a ton of work as a senior model. And these were people from Erie. There was a smaller town when I opened up the agency. People there, it'll never go. This is eerie. This is a blue collar town. Why do you think you're going to have a fashion school? And I said, it's not about fashion. It's real people modeling, acting, singing, dancing, training them in what they need to do. And then if they want the bigger markets like L.A., New York, Miami, then I help make those contacts. And that's what we did. We went to IMTA convention, International Model and Talent Association. And I remember in my first six months, I won Educational Excellence Award. Then within the year, we won Model and Talent School of the Year. And I was so thrilled. And you love this part, too. I know just investing in people's dreams, right? And teaching them to believe in themselves. Right. It's amazing. I just got chills even remembering it, how fun it was. And and that's really how my whole life has played out that those same attitudes in helping people, even though I didn't stay specifically in that business, although I still have been very active in the local acting opportunities, anything that I was doing, whenever a colleague or someone needed help or assistance, that was something I learned from you. You know, if you can help, you help. You never burn a bridge. You look for opportunities. And if there are no opportunities, you try to create opportunities. Right. That's whole life. Which we call out of the box thinking. Try to be creative about a solution. And then back then we called it the watch me attitude. Early on when you learn that, which now I call the mindset for success. When I work with my coaching clients, we are looking at every life area and creating happiness and goal setting to reach their goals. And a lot of this I wrote in Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. It helps people to have the mindset to believe in their dreams, set the goals, put them in motion, and not be afraid to do what they dream to do. How did you learn the mindset for yourself and how did you use that in your life throughout the years? It started with the very basics, first of all. You know, I was a very heavy drinker and a smoker. The basics of diet and exercise getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, just to be healthy enough to pursue the journey that you're looking for. Finding the courage to step out of those comfort zones and to pursue things that scared me and having the guts to at least dip my toe in a little bit to see, hey, can I really manage this? When I went back to school to get my teaching certification, And really it started off because a job fell into my lap working in a school. And to be honest, I hated school. I was not a good student. I skipped out and got stoned and drunk.
junk more days than I was actually in school. But I took the job because I needed it, right? Yeah. And ended up loving it. As an adult, I discovered that I could be a really great student. And here I was sitting in these classes with middle school kids who had lots of trouble attending school. And I was there to help them. But meanwhile, I was sucking up everything. And after one school year of doing that, I thought, man, I could do this. I went and got my teaching certificate. It only took me two years, L ed special ed, and was lucky enough to get a job right away at a local school district. And then I discovered that those school districts would pay for continuing school. They're going to pay for it. Why would I stop taking classes? So I just continued chipping away at this education. At this point, I'm only like 30 credits away from a PhD, but I got my master's degree in special education. I got a principal certification. I got a special ed supervisory certification. And then the next step really was those doctoral classes. And I kind of feel like I just run out of steam. This was just a few years ago. And after 14 years of being an administrator, I was like, uh, you know, that was always the goal, getting that PhD. I was in for my master's of psychology. After a triple master's, I'm like, do I really need the doctorate? And I looked at the pay salaries. I'm like, it's not that much different. I'm going to have to have two more years of school. I'm like, I want to get going. I want to start working as a counselor. And it's funny, like in helping you and many of my other models, I remember helping some people through eating disorders, definitely self-esteem, definitely believing in themselves that they could be the actor, singer, dancer. Look at Leroy, an African-American male that sang like Lionel Richie. He had a speech impediment. He stuttered when he talked and we got him totally over that. We got the self-esteem up. He went out and competed in LA, got offers from studios. He won singer of the year. And we're talking of against like 40 singers. He won the thing. Just to see that beginning, I have a dream and seeing them reach it. That was so cool. I think of that and people who came to me, it's like, I want to be a model and they had an eating disorder. It's like, no, you have to be healthy to be a model. And like you with the drinking, no, we don't want that. We don't want smokers. You can't smoke and be on the job. So you're going to have to quit that (laughs) investing in your dreams, right? So I know if you could follow the suggestions, you could reach your goals. And I just love doing that work. Now you got really enmeshed in the acting and you were singing and dancing and leads and plays and doing fantastic. And that's when you met your love of your life, Rich. You were together now 28 years and married 11. And I love that. How do you, knowing this philosophy since your young 20s, use the principles that are in the Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams books to create that happy and sustainable love relationship And what core foundations do you feel you have that you brought into your beautiful love with Rich? I think it it all stems from happiness. So first of all, it goes back to that initial happiness and me discovering in my early 20s that I deserve happiness. Even when we were dating, something didn't make me happy. I would just say, okay, let's stop. This is what happened and this is how it made me feel. And if that's the way you want to live or if that's who you are, that's fine. But I don't want to be a part of it and we can move on. So right from the get-go, I was honest about what I liked, what I didn't like. Even I was still discovering things about myself. Everything would be fine. And all of a sudden something would happen. 
sometimes out of his control or sometimes it was because of him, but I would just say, stop. This is how I'm feeling right now. And I'm allowed to feel this way because of this. This is how (laughs) I'm feeling. And this is why I'm feeling it. It was that honesty from the very beginning about everything and happiness. You know, I need joy in my life and I like to surround myself with people of the same mindset. When I meet new people and we're hanging out, you can pretty quickly discover who's the Debbie Downer and perseverating on something negative that happened in the past. I just keep myself away from that. And I like to surround myself with positivity and happiness. That's the way I got to live my life for myself and for my happiness. And it's really worked out great for us and it need to be really strong. And now we're looking into retirement years and where do we want to live? I want you guys in Florida for real. <laughs> do you feel like you have tried everything? Self-help books, therapy, relationship summits, retreats, online courses, podcasts, but you still struggle with toxic love, attracting narcissistic partners, Ongoing anxiety, depression, codependency, love addiction, stress, moodiness, lack of hope, feeling stuck in your career, and you just can't seem to get love right. It's time to heal your unconscious behavioral patterns caused by unhealed childhood trauma. I'm Rihanna Milne, the love trauma recovery expert and certified life and love coach who helps thousands around the world, and I can help you too. I specialize in helping adults heal from unconscious childhood and love relationship traumas, emotional triggers, and dysfunctional behavioral patterns, which have been impacting them negatively in life, love, or business, to transform and create the life they desire and to have the love they deserve. Talk to me today at rihannamilne.com and get the free ebook below to learn more. Let's go back to when I first met you, you were going through a lot of emotional distress, which we call childhood trauma. Back then, childhood trauma was not Mm -hmm. even named. I really did a lot of research in this in 2011. So way past when we had the model and talent agency, even though I was recognizing trauma in people and I had such a heart to want to help and heal whatever they were dealing with. And I know you had a very critical, angry father. I'm wondering if you can help our LGBTQ plus listeners to understand your process of coming out and dealing with your difficult father and all that heartache that you had to endure knowing that you were gay male and and how that coming out process worked for you. That was very difficult. You know, when I met you, I was still being who I was supposed to be, quote unquote, dating girls, going deer hunting and squirrel hunting and all of that stuff that I was supposed to do. I grew up in a house with lots of alcohol and lots of abuse and Mm -hmm. the N word and faggot. Those words were used all the time in my house. Those were people you were supposed to beat up not befriend. I did all of that that I was supposed to do and then met you and started going through this whole metamorphosis. And it was really once you encouraged me. And what I loved is that you never told me to do anything or you never told me anything, what your perception of me was. You just talked to me and helped me discover things 
about myself or what I wanted to do. Really, once I got to the theater and saw gay people and no one cared and it wasn't a big deal and no one would wanted to beat them up just because they made a comment. So that was that was a huge eye opener. That's when it all started to play out. You know, I came out to my family, but not my father. And he passed away before I came out to him, but he was dead on the bed in the hospital. And I asked everyone if I could be alone and I told him. So even though he couldn't respond and I, I swear to God, when I said, dad, I'm gay, I thought he was going to come back to life and sit up and say, what? <laughs> he didn't, but at least I said it to him. Honestly, and any gay person who comes out will tell you. Once you just say the words out loud, even to yourself, it's like the weight of the world is off your shoulders. Yeah. That's when really I could concentrate on the alcohol. And he was a horrible alcoholic and so were his parents and all of his brothers. And once I said that to myself and started coming out is when I was really able to get a better grip on alcohol, not losing days at a time because I'm on a binge kind of thing. As a teen, you were coping the way that you knew how. What was modeled in your family? We cope by drinking. We cope by smoking. You're doing what you have to do because God forbid if you didn't do the male role model things, the stereotypical things that the son is supposed to do, your very angry alcoholic father would have been punishing and angry and demanding. And I remember that struggle and I'm like, Jerry, you're such a good person. Be you. Be what makes you happy. Nobody needs to know back home until you're ready to tell them. But live your life. Be in your greatness. When you are able to accept the authentic you, your career just took off and the acting, you're so confident and your friendships being such a positive force in the agency and the school. Do you remember beautiful Jennifer, who was a plus size model? And she came in and she goes, I want to do this, but my family tells me, look in the mirror, you're fat, you're wasting your money, you're throwing it away. And she was about 22. When she came to me, I said, look, Jen, you're beautiful. Do you believe in yourself? I just need you to get from a size 22 to a size 16, 18. Then we're going to promote you as what they call back then BBW, big, beautiful women are plus size. She was Rihanna, I can do it. And she ended up modeling for sports special sizes, right? So these were the family messages or the childhood trauma that now it's proven 100% of us grow up with. Some of us have it more severe than others. If it's not healed, it leads to toxic and traumatic relationships. And the good thing was you did a lot of your healing early on before really meeting Rich as that love partner. He was your friend. He was part of the troupe at the, yeah. the playhouse. But you had healed a lot of this trauma way before having that intimate relationship. So you learned how to speak for yourself. You learned to come into yourself and your confidence and your self-esteem. And when you really learned to love who you were, then it was easy to, as you say, if there was something wrong with me, I was telling Rich how I felt. And it wasn't an argument. It's like, let's just talk about this. And that is part of the empowerment that when the childhood trauma heals, that you can bring that emotionally healthy self into love. And that's what makes love sustainable. That was amazing. This whole 
positive mindset, the mindset for success as you were learning that in the talent school and practicing that and getting rid of those fear-based messages or those negative messages, those put-down messages that you heard as a young man. How, this is my school director moving on to a principal, did you use those skills in encouraging others to be their authentic and best selves. Absolutely. I was the principal of an elementary school up to sixth grade for seven years and had lots of conversations with kids who were dealing with traumatic home situations and they would bring that into school and get into fights or make nasty comments. And I really used the same mindset with them and talking to them, not talking down to them Mm -hmm. because they were only 12 or 10 or even younger, just talking to them and asking what's wrong. We're repeating back to them, not telling them what I thought they should do, but I would say, well, this is what I'm hearing. And then I would repeat back what they just told me, how I heard it. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. Well, then what should we do about that? So that was my approach with any behavior issue with kids. You know, I discovered a lot of my staff. I had 40 staff people in the building and a lot of those folks had trauma and I would plan a lot of in-service about trauma. And now it's a really common thing, but you know, 15 years ago, no one really was talking about So we would have sessions about trauma and the whole discussion I would start because we knew our kids were coming from poverty situations and traumatic situations. And that would just explode for people. And then they could start realizing that they had a lot more trauma in their own lives more than they thought. Just like how I discovered I had way more in my life than I knew it was there, but not as much as I thought. In helping those kids and starting those conversations, all of the adults in the building were discovering things about themselves too. And I think that made them better teachers. Sure. Probably better people, just like it did for me. Yeah, that's amazing. I remember when I closed the school, I had to put a notice in the newspaper and thanking everyone for the models, the actors and our clients for hiring us. And I put, I'm moving on to be a spiritual counselor focusing in mindset. Everyone's like, what's that? What do you mean spiritual? And I just knew I had this dream and I was going to make it happen. How? Well, I had to go back to school to get my master's in psychology, which I did and become licensed as a mental health counselor. But I loved also part of that was becoming a SAC counselor, which is student assistance counselor, which they had in in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, but they don't have in Florida. And we're the counselors that handle the emotionally upset kids. And I said, honestly, we should be the first to be hired. And I was in a school in in Vineland, New Jersey, where the population was primarily Hispanic than African-American and white was the minority. And this was the time period where my daughter was singing with Ja Rule, who was at the top of the charts at that time. And I had pictures with Ja and I on my bulletin board. Well, now I'm a hero. Miss Rihanna, you know Ja Rule, like... Whoa, you know, because he was singing all the top songs. So I did talent club for the kids. So all these kids that were acting out, my strategy was you can't be in talent club if you get a detention or suspension. All the wars, the bullying, the acting out went way down. And the kids that were the problem kids, quote unquote, 
because there's no problem kids. It's just kids who have problems. They became the singers, dancers of the school and kids were looking up to them. Now their self-esteem was going up. So I always love the arts for kids and teaching them empowerment and self-love and joy around singing, dancing, modeling, broadcasting, whatever it was. I just love that you took these skills and went and taught the children and then recognized the trauma work at the same time, because you and I have kept in touch over these years. And when I went into the school, it was like year 2000 through 2004. And I'm doing meditation in my office. That was like kind of weird back then. It's like to the principal, do you need anything? I said, I have one request. I want to be called Miss Rihanna, not Miss Milne, because I don't want them to be afraid to come to my office on the office when they have a problem where somebody's bullying them that they come and talk to me. Then I was teaching them how to negotiate and talk about their feelings and listen to the other side of the story. So these skills, if we can teach our kids this early on and teach them that it's okay to express your feelings and no feelings are ever wrong. They may not be fact, but you own the feelings and you have to talk about them and see how you can have a win-win for both people. These skills are the life skill. I'm so happy you were a principal that instead that in these young people, because when they have those skills, they will succeed in life. Just so proud that you took that, that skill into the schools for your kids. That's amazing. Hi, singles. Are you really ready to have a love relationship? If you're not sure, it's time for you to take the love test. Couples, you're in an exclusive relationship. Do you or your partners have any of the red flags you should be concerned about? Do you think you or they have childhood trauma? Go to RihannaMilne.com and do the free love tests. There are tests there for both singles and couples. If you have any concerns after taking those tests and reviewing the answers, then sign up for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session and Assessment. This is a one-hour private session with me where I go over your love tests and get to the bottom of where you're stuck and what the next best move would be to get you on your way to having that life that you desire and the love that you deserve. It's time to learn how to move forward to reach all your goals and dreams. Go to RihannaMilne.com, my website, and sign up for the free love test or simply just directly go to the Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session tab. And I look forward to meeting with you to see how I can help you best. I mean, to me, Jerry, obviously watching you over the years and, and your happiness with Rich and your marriage and being a principal, like to me, you're the ultimate success story. You took the mindset work that you learned in your early 20s. You overcome your childhood trauma. And this is when I wasn't a counselor. I just had love and concern for you that I wanted you to be happy and not in so much pain. And together by just communicating and you opening your heart and learning skills, you carried those skills into life, into love, into your career. You healed the trauma. You brought joy to so many other people. And when I teach the skills that you had learned early on to my clients now, they do the same thing. You know, so whether it's in their career, they go out and help people, whether it's gay and lesbian coming out, they're helping mentor younger people that are struggling with coming out to their families. It's just such a beautiful thing. Like one person at a time, we're out there helping to change the way the world loves and thinks and believes in themselves. I'm just so grateful for you and your journey and your success and so proud of you and just really blessed by this friendship that we've had over the years. 
Jared, to wrap this up, what advice would you have for all our listeners out there to feel happier and more successful in life, love relationships, and in career? You have to find what makes you happy. You have to be able to open your mind. You know, Richard says, we'll go to a party and he'll sit down and he'll stay in the same spot all night and I will just move around. Even if it's mostly people we don't know, I just want to meet people. I'm curious about folks and I want to have a good time. I try to be the kindest person that I could be at all times. And something just happened. You know, I'm looking for some part-time work now that I'm retired. And just this past weekend, I'm doing a show at Peak and Peak and ran into this lady who works at the Barber National Institute. And we were talking about being a part-time teacher. And I said that the IU, the company I retired from, offered me a part-time teaching job at a pretty good hourly rate. So last night, out of the blue, her boss, she went back to work on Monday and said, hey, I saw Jerry Gill. Turns out her new boss is someone I worked with 20 years ago. She called me out of the blue last night and said, hey, heard you're looking for work. She offered me twice as much to come work for her. And I said, absolutely, I will do that because it'll be working with kids again in a teacher, not being the administrator, not being responsible for 50 people, just doing my thing. So that's going to start the first of the year. But really, you have to find your happiness. You have to surround yourself with positivity. There are always, I'm not on social media and I hear of all the negative things that are constantly being spewed there. And I've always avoided that type of situation. So I just like to surround myself with that same thing. And I like to spread it too. I always offer a hand or offer help that has all served me really well throughout my life. I love that you mentioned spiritual kindness. The healing of trauma is very important and with spirituality. It brings about faith, trust in yourself and others, the confidence, as you said, to go out and just say hello to people, meet people, become joyful in life, share your light, share your joy. And if you see someone in trouble, you help out. Those spiritual messages that you learned in the mindset in your 20s, you've been doing your whole life. You're just such a beautiful example. So I really thank you for coming on to my podcast. We're not done. We're, we're all, we'll be in touch forever. You know, we will always be in touch. And if I can ever help out you and Rich, you know, I'm here for you guys. You know, I love and adore you. Just so proud of you, Jerry. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. And we are here to advise and pray for all of you to take the time now to create that life you desire and have the love you deserve. Have a beautiful and a blessed day. Okay, love angels and transformers. That's all we have time for today. I really want to thank my dear and special friend, Jerry Gill, to show you how the mindset for success had happened for him despite horrendous childhood trauma that he grew up with, coming out as a gay male, being his authentic self, finding amazing love that has lasted 28 years and going on to empower so many people in his life. You can do this too. I appreciate you sharing the love and sharing this show link with those people you love and care about so you can help change the way the world loves. Please take a moment to give us a five-star rating for this show and listen to the other Lessons in Life and Love shows 
and leave a rating and a review. Remember, at any time, you can reach out to talk to me on my website at rihannamilne.com. And while you're there, download the free ebook on how to have the love you deserve. Do the four free love tests. Make sure you get the free book chapter downloads, the first 60 pages of Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams. And make sure you listen to the other 110 podcasts of Lessons in Life and Love and the other educational resources that I have on my YouTube channel for you at rihannamilne.com. Because as always, I am here to help you to create the life you desire and have the love that you deserve. Have an amazing, beautiful, and blessed day. Do you have the mindset for success? Or are you feeling frustrated in life or your career? Or stressed you can't find love or happiness? Hi, I'm Coach Rihanna Milne, and I can help you turn your pain into your purpose and passion by using my Mindset for Success system. Learn the Motivational Mindset for Success coaching system that has helped thousands of my clients over 40 years, and it can help you too. It's time to create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. If you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.